Hi everyone, today is December 12th, 2023, and this is the Dual Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Dual Links. My name is Green Ranger. Yes, it's another Tuesday podcast, a temporary thing that I've been doing, but it works out well because we got all our content yesterday for the game. What we do have is we finished up the Goha Rush Festival, so going over some of the top Rush Duels decks, and that uh, leads us to our first Rush Duels Power Rankings, which we'll keep track of every week, because it seems like there's a meta now, and that's cool. What we got yesterday were some skill balance updates for Rush Duels. We have a new box in Speed Duels, Explosion of Meteor. I think it's a pretty good box. We'll see. And Wave Duel Scramble and a bundle for the box, Herald of the Ark. So, yeah, a lot going on. Let's get to it. Just as a reminder, you can get this podcast anywhere. Get your podcast, search Dual Links Podcast, Dual Assessment Podcast, and all of the old episodes are available on WordPress. So, you know, using anything you have, Amazon, this is on Amazon now, it's on Spotify. We had a great year on Spotify. Anything you use for podcasts, they keep the last 150 episodes. So this is episode 333. So, you know, half of this is available on the podcast and half of it's not. But don't worry, it's on WordPress. So just go there and you can just play it off that website. So quickly, my week. Um, I'm still doing the thing in Master Duels. The there's like a tournament, and I've gotten into it, a Duelist Cup. And um, I'm actually level 17 now, which is pretty good, in my opinion. I'm playing some top-tier competition, and I've gotten in there, and I fixed my punk deck and made it a Kashtira punk deck, which uh, people are wary of Kashtira because it's kind of a powerful uh, archetype. And uh, I suck at playing it, but it works really well with punk. Uh, you, you typically with those two, you're playing your Baron, your level ten Baron de Fleur. Uh, that's really the main uh, play. Uh, but I'm playing against this when you're playing against the same deck over and over again. You know you're in the meta, so that's exactly what's happening here. I'm playing like against these Bestial, uh branded. I don't know what that deck's called, but it it's a very powerful deck. So um, having some great duels there. Um, rush duels. I may have done like ten of them in stage two, and I was like, I won like six out of ten. I, it wasn't, it wasn't anything crazy, but I used Bubble Arrow deck. Um, that was fun in its own, you know. I did that, and uh, yeah, I think that is it. So let's just get to esports. And this week, the only esports we're going to cover are is the Goha Rush Festival top one hundred decks, which are listed in Duelings Meta. So let's get to it. First place, uh, Ryron, I guess. I don't know. This this guy's uh, Japanese. Uh, he's a funny avatar. But Ryron won. Uh, that's his Twitter handle, I guess. Whoops, I closed all the decks. Okay. First place, Hammer Crush Deal. This is... This deck doesn't really have an archetype, but it's just, you know, best cards deck, I guess. Best cards. So two Ancient Arise Dragon, that's its own archetype. Three Dragius, one Dreaming Katarna, two Speedy Performer, 
two thunder the thunder three silver wolf three paku 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 one summon skull one dark sorcerer three gazelles one masaki two all-seeing white tiger one monster reincarnation two hammer crush deal one widespread rune to the barrier so i guess the legend cards you could run multiples um it seems that way because he has one of each I'm kind of stupid if I thought that you could only run one legend card in the deck, but I guess you could run one of each spell, trap, and monster. So I guess you could just throw in your summon skull, monster reincarnation, and widespread ruin in the same deck. And there's a whole explanation about this deck. Um, this isn't just some random set of cards this guy brought. Uh, so this guy's expected to play against dragons, dragonic residents. Uh, so yeah, this this deck basically has all these different types. So they can play around Phantom Bind. Phantom Bind hits you hard if you're just playing one archetype. So that makes sense. Silver Wolf is very good, despite being thirteen hundred. It can win battles against Dragius, apparently. Oh yeah, because it just debuffs it, I guess. Barrier, yeah, it's a good card, of course. Right, they explain it all. So we're missing some of the other cards, so let's go through some other with top. This is a 7th place act, Dragon Dragonic Resonance, Dragon Deck, full-on Dragon Deck here. 3, Dragonic Slayer, 1, Dragius, 2, Phoenix Dragon, 3, Piercing Dragon, Bunker Strike, 2, Triad Drago, 3, Sports Dragon, Slugger, 3, Twin Edge, 3, Sports Dragon, Pitcher, 3, Wing Dragon, Guardian of the Fortress, 3, Dragorite, Ghost Cyclone, two Dragonic Pressures, and Widespread Ruin. Eighth place player, Dragonic Resonance Dragons. Again, very similar to the last deck. Um, just a lot of monsters. Ninth place, Sevens Excel Road. Uh, this is like a. This is similar to the first place player where they just spread out the monsters. Three Sevens Road Magician, one Excel Wonder Splat, one Rice Terror Secure. I always think that's a funny name. Three uh, Torna the Wind Weaver, three Sevens Road Witch, two Silver Wolf, three Paku Paku Paku, uh, three Dark Sorcerer, three All Seeing White Tiger, three Silver Fang, two Flavor Inspectors. That's a little unexpected. Uh, Monster Reincarnation, Widespread Ruin, and Music Princess's Recital. 13th place in Five Hearts. Dra Black Dragon Rising. Um, this is like a combo deck too. Three Yami Ruler to Dark Delayer. Three Seahorse Carrier. So this one's the Aqua Package, as you can tell. Three Kimmer Ruler to Dark Raider. Three Piercing Samurai. Two Seraph of Darkness. That card's seeing play now. One Speedy Performer. Three Black Dragon Chick. One Red Eyes Black Dragon. That's your Legend Monster. Two Kanan the Sword Diva, three Grace Princess Tana, that is your Aqua Package. One Widespread Ruin, two Phantom Bind, and three The Barrier. Rafuda, 16th place, Ancient Forces. Uh, this is um, mostly a dragon deck. We've got the Ancient Arise with the, with the Fire, uh, Clear Ice, and Burning Blaze. Uh, we've got an Aqua Package going on. A lot of stuff. And then Dark Arts of Celerity, uh, it's like a warrior deck with the same packages. 
19th place, Dark Arts of Celerity. Again, we see Yami Rulers, Kimi Rulers, Umagumis, uh, Piercing Samurais, all these warrior cards. Masaki, there's a Aqua Package with Seahorse Carrier, Kana, Lamoon, you know, different cards like that. I think I've seen enough of these decks. Nothing is too crazy. What I'm not seeing are psychic decks. I'm just going through it. Dragons. It seems like this unformed deck is currently the best one. Where you're trying to play around Phantom Bind and you're mixing up different archetypes. Like The single archetype deck doesn't seem great. It's all the same deck. So no no new changes really in speed duel, uh power rankings, uh nothing notable. It's ten years you bell, tier one, tier two, live twin, S force, tier three, Salaman, Great Trick Star Rockets. Only thing is that BLS has fallen off the list. In rush duels, I don't know how they calculate this, but dragons are tier one, fifty two point five, that's a really high share. Dragon casters at thirty seven. Tier two, we have Bulba era, twenty three. Arise Dragon 16, Yami Ruler at 16. Tier 3, we have Spellcasters, Aggro, and Royal Rebels. So first thing, uh, since we uh, went over Rush Duels, going to go over a skill balance update. Two skills get buffed. First one's Explosion Drive, uh, Spellcaster kind of requirement or rock types. And then the monster gets 600 attack. A Fire Attribute monster gets 600 attack. So... Uh, I said this was a buff to Flame Cerberus, but it's not because that's a Pyro monster. So this only helps the Fire Spellcasters and the Fire Rock types. 100 point boost. We'll see if this makes any difference. Previously, it was 500, so that's 600. So slight, slight buff to the attack uh, boost from the skill. And then Shining Superstar Draw. This is a lot better now. Before, I don't think it was playable because they required a level 7 or higher monster. It's kind of you're, you're you're falling behind big time there. So this one's just turn four and onwards. You can draw your Prima Gitarna, a Shining Superstar straight from the deck. So this is almost a Destiny draw if there is one. Um, I think the Hangry skill might be better. Uh, we, we, we just got that one from the previous Roa Cassidy event. So uh, I think this, this, this became a good skill. This is not bad at all, but it's possible, possibly still outclassed by, by what we have from, uh, from that other skill we have. So before I get into the new box, we have some new stuff here. Herald of Arc Light Light Bundle. So, uh, this is a new card, and to those who've played, you know, are familiar with the game, the heralds are very dangerous cards. They have uh, very strong abilities, and this, uh, card immediately becomes limit one. I, I honestly think that this box is pretty good. So I would buy this at a heartbeat. I will buy this when I turn on the game. So this is a limit one card, Herald of Arc Light. Light Fairy Synchro level four. So it's a small synchro, but it has generic requirements. 600 attack, 1000 defense. Any monster sent from the hand or main deck to the graveyard is banished instead. When a spell or trap card or monster effect is activated, you can quick effect tribute this card and negate the activation if you do destroy the card. If this card is sent to the graveyard, you can add a ritual monster ritual spell from your deck to your hand. So this card does it all. Um, 
very dangerous turn one card where you can just play uh play like uh what's that skill called uh the the Ashizu skill but anyways um anything sent to the graveyard's banished so this immediately combats sealed tombs you could pretty much combat anything it's like necro valley everything gets sent banished zone so any play your opponent's expecting to make is going to get affected by this card, unless they're not a graveyard deck, which hard to do now. Um, this comes with a super negate and destroy ability uh, on any spell trap monster effect. It's almost like Baron the Fleur, except you have to sacrifice this card. So, you know, this card's not much of a body to begin with. If your opponent's smart, they should probably destroy this card um, on their first play, but then that leaves them open the next turn, so it kind of sucks. But, uh, Last effect is for ritual cards. That's not really relevant at all. And even if you're not running ritual cards, this card is worth playing. So the, the only problem is this is a level 4 synchro, and not every deck can do that. Some decks, the only synchro monster is level 4. So this may require other cards uh, being put in decks, like little 1-star one, um, one tuners or anything like that. Uh, as long as the deck can accommodate a level 4 Synchro Monster, this is going to see play. This is a crazy good card, uh, and I will buy this myself. Uh, it's better than a lot of the Limit 1s we already have, so don't worry about it uh, hogging up the Limit 1. But very good card, uh, and I would buy this bundle. I will buy this bundle. We also have a Fire Formation skill, sw Spell Swap Fire Formation Tanky, which is a pretty good card. Return a fire formation continuous spell from your hand to your deck and add a tanky to your deck uh, from your deck to your hand. You can't normal summon or special summon any monsters except for beast warriors. So this kind of limits you to that deck. Um, I think Luna Lights are beast warriors, so that's something to think about. Uh, that, that's probably the best, uh, the best beneficiary of this skill, so that's something to think about. That's all, that's all the time I'm going to spend on that skill. So we got this new uh, mini box for Speed Duels, Explosion of Meteor, and I think it's pretty good. Uh, we have some new archetypes. We have Amazements. We have Ancient Warriors. We have buffs to Bujins. We have buffs to Witchcrafters, big-time buffs to Witchcrafters. We have some Red-Eye support. Uh, yeah, I think this this set is pretty good. So let's start the URs and SRs. They're all the same. There's only one each in, in the box. You buy it 10 buy through, so it's like 5,000 gems for, for this box. Red Eyes Black Meteor Dragon. This is Dark Level 6 Dragon 2000 2000. You can send a level 5 or higher normal monster from your hand or deck to the graveyard. Special summon this card. From the hand, and increases its level by 1. During your main phase, except turn this card sent to the graveyard, you can banish this from the graveyard, add a red eyes fusion from your deck or graveyard to your hand. Uh, you can use each effect once per turn. At first glance, this card's really good. Um, it does Foolish Burial on your red eyes, or even blue eyes, if you want to play that way. Comes out. Level 7... And it's a free special summon, so it helps your rank 7 XZs. That's really the point of this card, in my opinion. And then it's sent to the graveyard after you, you detach it for XZs material or, or however you use it. And you get a red eyes 
fusion from your deck or graveyard. So this does a lot. Plus foolish burial. It's free level seven for your plays. It recycles red eyes fusion or tutors it. So just a really solid card. Uh, arc uh, red eyes are not the best deck anymore, but they can be pretty competitive with that trap card they have. Um, this is just a really good card, I think, though, for the for an archetype that's not that good. So that's something to consider. Ancient Warriors Masterful Sun Mo. This is water level four beast warrior, 1800-1500. While you control another ancient warriors monster, your opponent cannot target this card for attacks. You can only use each of you can use each effect once per turn. Uh, you can send a card from your hand or field to the graveyard, add an ancient warriors monster from your deck to your hand, except for this one. And if your other Ancient Warriors monsters effect is activated, you can target a monster you can your opponent controls and return it to the hand. I'm going to kind of gloss over this archetype. I'm not really interested in them, but this card's pretty good. I think they work well when they're all on the board, kind of like activating multiple effects, kind of controlling the board. That's kind of how they work. Uh, this card's level 4, 1800. Uh, first effect, you pay a card to get a card, so that's just tutor. And then uh, control ability where you could just bounce your opponent's cards back to their hand. It's a fine card. Uh, I don't know how competitive this archetype is. I don't think it will be because I feel like these types of board effects aren't that good. You could just kind of like dark hole the whole board off and I think they're done. So they're kind of relying on each other uh, setting up a board to win. I think they swarm pretty good too so they're kind of that kind of deck which is not my favorite deck and the last you are amazement administrator arlequino dark level 7 psychic 2600 2200 once per turn you can banish any number of attraction types uh, attraction traps sorry from your graveyard then target that many cards your opponent controls and destroy them when you use each effect once per turn if a trap card is activated except during the damage step you can special summons from the hand if your opponent normal or special summons a monster except during the damage step you can target one of those face-up cards and equip an attraction trap from your deck to that target amazements are kind of like a trap deck they have very few monsters so trap heavy deck but then they also like equipping traps to, to people so it's kind of weird but that's what they do. This card is pretty good. Uh, it's a free special summon when the trap is activated. So keep this in your hand and it'll get it'll get played eventually. And then as long as you've activated enough traps, you can banish them and destroy stuff on your opponent's board. So it's a good uh, control piece. That's really what it is, a control card. And you can also equip traps to people. So it's something you could do. Um... Trap decks are control decks, so this just doubles down on the control. Free special summon, 2600, pretty good. I think this archetype has some potential. Speaking of potential, Witchcrafter's got two of these SR cards, along with Pottery, which is N rarity, but two good cards here, and this is what, what the players have all wanted. Witchcrafter Haney. Dark level 7 spellcaster 2400 1000. Your opponent cannot activate, cannot target other spellcasters you control with card effects. Quick effect, you can discard a spell, target one card your opponent controls, and destroy it. 
So yeah, this this no oh, can't talk. Provides protection for Madame Vare specifically. The other smaller witchcrafters can kind of dodge uh, quick effect dodge effects. Madame Vare doesn't do that. Madame Vare just plops down defense. This card is the protection for Madame Vare, and then she also has a quick effect that discard a spell, destroy a card. So really, what the deck needed. Uh, best witchcrafter was kept away and she's level 7 which is useful if they want to play XZs uh, there's some pretty good level 7 XZs here all in all witchcrafter Haney is a key contributor I think to making witchcrafters a meta deck in duelings now there's also this card which helps a lot too witchcrafter creation spell add a witchcrafter monster from your deck to your hand that's really it and then as of any witchcrafter spell during your end phase, if you control a witchcrafter while this is in your graveyard, add it to your hand. Okay. All-purpose tutor for the monsters. Really good. Um, it's another spell. They get other spells too. They have scroll, witchcrafter scroll. So the more spells they have, the better they get. Manavir gets stronger. Bigger your hand sizes. Uh, just two really good additions. Uh, I think this is what they needed. Um, I don't think they have the link monster yet. And they don't really need that as of now. I think they're good enough to be uh, competitive in duelings. Now, I've been talking about rank 7s, and there's a really good rank 7 here. Number 74, Master of Blades. Earth, rank 7, Psychic. Uh, two, any two level 7 monsters, 2700 attack, 2100. During either player's turn, when a card or effect is activated that targets this face-up card, you can detach an Xyz material from this card, Negate the activation if you do destroy that card and then destroy one card on the field. So this card's really good for players who can't read. Um, really, what you do is if this card... You just don't touch this card. You try to destroy it. Like, if, you're play if you see this Master of Blades, don't target it with any uh, effect. Just attack it and destroy it. Because... This card will pop too. It will negate activation destroy, which is really good. And then destroy another card. So this card is just really powerful. Your opponent could really just like destroy their own things. They could target this with something and then pop something. So Master of Blades, very powerful card. Almost an auto-add for rank 7, I think. Bujinki Ash Ahashima. This is light. Beast Warrior, Link 2. Two monsters with the same level. That's really vague. 1500 attack, Link 2. Cannot be used as Link material. That's key. Uh, you can use each effect once per turn. If this is Link summoned, you can special summon two monsters with the same level. One from your hand and one from your graveyard, but negate their effects. And immediately after this effect resolves, Xyz summon an Xyz monster using those two monsters. If an Xyz monster this card points to activates an effect by detaching material, you can target a spell or trap your opponent controls and destroy it. This is a really good card. Um, as long as your deck can run Link and Xyz, this has a place. Because this does not, nothing to do with Bujins at all. Nothing to do with Beast Warriors. This works with any two monsters to the same level. Which is a lot of different... Any deck. It's the work of any deck. As long as you have an Xyz monster, this card will work. Because you can have two of the same monster. 
It doesn't matter. Like, like it doesn't say two different monsters with the same level. It's just two monsters with the same level. It could be the same card. You make them XC. You you link them and then you make them XCs because you kind of bring them back, and then you have this. You point. You make sure you point to the XCs. So this points down bottom right. So this points to the center. Really, you have to you have to claim the left. You have to claim the left extra monster zone. This points to the center zone, and you play your XCs on the center. So make sure you make sure the arrows are right here. This is a really position heavy card, because then it does nothing. And then the monster, as, as when you detach XCs, this destroys spells and traps. So it's a nice control card. This works with any deck, like any XCs deck. This this is there. So good, very good card. Amazement. Attendant Comica, light level 4 machine, 1400, 1800. I didn't realize this is a machine. When this is normal summoned, you can set an attraction trap directly from the deck. Quick effect, target one of your attraction traps equipped to a monster. Equip it to an amazement monster you control, or another face-up monster your opponent controls. This is the main uh, monster you play for this deck. Like, you run Arlequino and then Comica. So this is a normal summon. You just play traps out of the deck, so it doesn't matter what's in your hand. You just play those traps out of your deck. That's cool. And then you can do that thing where you're playing traps on people. You're putting traps, equipping traps on monsters. I always say people, but they're monsters. Equipping traps on monsters. I don't know what that really does, but I'm sure there's a good reason for doing it. And this is the main level four. There's another card, like the bear, the bujo, but I don't think it's... Um, it's like a poor man's version. Bujintai Kagosuchi. This is light rank 4. Beast Warrior XZs. 2 level 4 Beast Warriors. 2500, 2000. When this is XZ summoned, send 5 cards from your deck to the graveyard. Or your entire deck. If less than 5. Also, this card gains a thousand. Oh my, sorry, a hundred attack for each Bujin sent to the graveyard. If a Bujin Beast Warrior you control will be destroyed by battle or card effect, you can detach an Xyz material from this card instead, destroying one of those monsters. Okay, I didn't realize this card can kind of mill your whole deck. Eh, it sends five. Whatever. Uh, Bujins operate out of the graveyard, so. This is really good. Mill 5. This card probably gets close to 3,000 attack. And it's like Dinjursu. Dinjursu uses Xyz material to uh, protect stuff. So this is like Dinjursu without the ability to send something to the graveyard untargeted. But this mills 5. So this is like a mill 5 dinjursu but it's only for bujins that's what limits this card this is good otherwise for other decks but it's a bujin card because it requires beast warriors and then you know anything else it only protects bujins so not a great archetype but a really good card i guess next two cards i'm going to kind of glaze over because i don't really understand them but ancient warrior saga three visits continuous spell during your main phase if you normal or special summon an ancient warrior monster target one of those monsters at a ancient warriors monster with a different name to your hand if this is sent 
Uh, from spell or traps into the graveyard, you can special summon an ancient warrior's monster from your hand. Uh, you can act, you can use each effect once per turn. Send this card to the graveyard during your second standby phase. This just really swarms out monsters. That's what it does. Uh, you could tutor stuff. Uh, during your main phase, when you normal summon, you could tutor a monster with a different name. If this is sent to the graveyard, you can special summon a monster. So you could kind of like MST this off yourself. And then also, this sends itself to the graveyard in the second standby phase. So, hard advantage. Swarming the board. Card advantage card. Yeah. That's really it. Okay, next one is also from this thing. Ancient Warriors Oath. Double Dragon Lords. Wind. Beast Warrior. Link 2. Two Beast Warrior monsters, including a Wind Ancient Warrior monster. 1100 attack, Link 2. All Ancient Warrior monsters you control gain 500 attack and defense. You can only use each effect once per turn. If this is Link Summoned, you can add an Ancient Warriors card from your deck to your hand. Quick effect, send a card from your hand to the field. Hand or field to the graveyard, target a face of card your opponent controls, and return it to the hand. This is very similar to Sun Mo, uh, but it's a Link monster, so it's Link 2. I'm assuming you could get into bigger Links with this. It's it's not really attacking with 1100 attack, but you kind of get into bigger Links. Uh, not really exciting card, but it's like Sun Mo. And lastly, Amazing Time Ticket. This is a quick play spell. Pay 800 life points and applies effect depending on whose turn it is. If it's your turn, add an Amazement card from your deck to your hand. If it's your opponent's turn, set an Attraction Trap directly from your deck into your spell or trap zone. Uh, it can be activated this turn. You can only activate one per turn. This is a really good card. Um, 800 life points, small price to pay. Your turn, tutor any card from the Amazement archetype, and then your opponent's turn, set a trap, and then it could play this turn. I think it's better uh, set a trap and it could play it this turn, because that's really cool. The Comica one, you can't. Comica, you set stuff, and it can't be played this turn. This one does. Auto three of in the deck. I really wish I could buy this three times. Like, this is... I don't like control decks, but this sounds fun. I got something about this that's really fun. Alright, and then the last one is a reprint Ferocious Flame Swordsman, who's pretty much a core uh, warrior card, warrior link monster. Even if the deck does not run links, this Flame Swordsman is crazy good. Alright. So the kind of nothing topic of this week, the nothing event is wave duel scramble. Just do it. Auto duel to get cards. We got a speed duel card and a rush duel card. So let's get to it. Speed duel card is called spiritual entanglement. This is a spell. Target a face of card your opponent controls and banish it until the end phase. You can only use one per turn. This kind of reminds me of Spiritualization, which is a kind of like bounce the card back to your hand and it can't be negated. This is kind of like one monster and banish it until the end phase. There's really no advantage over this card over a card that just straight up banishes. So I think those require discards though. So this is one you could do without discards. So that's nice where you, you don't lose the card. See... This card looks bad because it. There's other cards that do this. 
and they banish them permanently, this is kind of like, I'm going to win this turn, so I'm going to banish you. What this, like, you know, obviously banishing does stuff where where a monster loses all equipment or other buffs and stuff like that. Sure. I think this is better than it looks. The fact that it doesn't cost another card is a big deal, in my opinion. There are cards that also come with effects that do banish stuff on their own, so that's nice. But when there is a deck that has synergy, like Kashtira, which uh, is not in Duelings, it will be useful, I think. So, no, this is not the best card, but I think it, it has a place where it will see some play. In, in Duel Links, you can very well win a game in one turn, so this could just banish a tough monster, and then that's it. I think this is going to see play. Like, that's just a bold claim. I'm making a lot of bold claims today, and I think that... I think this is good enough to see play. I could very well be wrong, <laughs> but I think so. All right, and then uh, Flame Cerberus. This is a rush card, fire level six pyro, twenty one hundred, eighteen hundred. I have this card in um, for Metal Raiders, but uh, basically, what this provides is a pyro monster. I know the last box they had pushed pyro, the mini box pushed pyro a little bit. This beats out a bunch of two thousand though, because there's a bunch of random. Uh, one tribute cards that are 2,000. Uh, you can think of Curse of Dragon, Dark Magician Girl, Size Stage Bouncer. Uh, this beats any of them. Additionally, this has a higher defense, 1,800. It's not bad at all. Uh, high defense, like Grace Princess Kana, will get you some play in Rush Dolls. So, you know, um, there's a Pyro deck going around. I'm sure this is going to be played there. As their one tribute beater. Not a bad card at all. For. For rush duels. Okay. I think. This is a short episode. But I, I talked a lot. I felt like I talked non-stop. So that's going to be it. Upcoming news. We have Alito's event coming up. Counterattack, Credo Victory. We'll see what. Uh, Battle of Boxers we get. Dual Quest. And late December. Easing into the. The home stretch, Duels Road, Arc League Championship, and Duelings Mission Research. So that is it. Thanks for listening as always, and I will see you next time. Take care.